Hey, what's up, everybody? It's Mike Brancatelli here, host of the Mikeadelic Podcast, and you're watching The System Is Down, Anti-News Live, the best anti-news news show in the history of anti-news news shows. Because honestly, what else are you going to do these days? You're going to turn on cable news, listen to a bunch of old gray-haired dinosaurs that talk like robots to try and make you brain dead and fall asleep? Hi, welcome to the news. Today, we're going to lie to you 24-7. Exactly. So, cut your cable, cut your cord, take your television, throw it out the window, go streaking down your neighborhood block and say, Anti-News Live is on. on. Stay Stay tuned. tuned. City sidewalks, busy sidewalks, meetings, no, dressed in holiday style. Does it fit? Back me up here. In the air, there's like a it. feeling of feeling Christmas. Of I don't think it's going to work for me to sing along with <laughs> Children you. Children laughing, people passing, meeting smile after smile. And Smile. on every street corner, you'll you hear. hear. Can you hear this? Nope, you can't. Sounds like you're Fireball. Oh. Are you going to back me up here or not? Fireball. 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 It's Christmas time in the city. City. Drink a link. Dingalings. Hear me drink. Hear him. Soon it will be anti news. Anyway, what's going on, everybody? I like it. it. Thanks. That was beautiful. I'm feeling that Christmas spirit now that we're getting close to the good old jolly times. And I don't normally feel the Christmas spirit, but I'm feeling a little bit of it. I got all my. Christmas shopping done yesterday. I don't mean I finished it yesterday. I mean I started it and concluded it yesterday. Except for the things that I yeah. Except for the things that I had to have for the Christmas parties over the weekend. Everything, all the main stuff, bought it all yesterday. And I actually figured out the best way to go Christmas shopping and stay in the holiday spirit. Do you know what it is? Do tell. The best way to uh, go Christmas shopping, if you aren't a big fan of Christmas shopping, or even if you loathe Christmas shopping, is to bring along uh, a nice bottle of liquor. And you take two shots in the car before you go. I'm not. I'm not advocating for drinking and driving. Not that I think it should be illegal. Obviously. But I'm not. I'm I mean, not advocating for drinking got, and driving. Just do shots in a car. Right. Yes. Yeah, so you. We're you, not- Well, you park the car, you do two shots, maybe three, maybe four, then you go in to the store and do your shopping, and for as long as it takes for that alcohol to wear off, or when you start to feel it wear off, when things start to get aggravating, then you'll know it's time to move on to the next store, and then you just wrap it up, whatever you have, then you're done, and you move on to the next store, Um, so as you're, as it's, when you're a little inebriated, you will enjoy the, the holiday spirit more. The people won't aggravate you as much. You'll be dancing through the store, singing silver bells. And uh, as it starts to wear off, you'll know, hey, I got to go check out. It'll take so freaking long to check out that you will be completely sober by the time you get back into the car. Then you drive to the next location and repeat. And the holiday spirit Were you dancing? Lives on. Were you dancing through the store singing silver bells? Of course I was. Yeah. And I was like running where you do the run and jump up on the cart and 
uh, just glide across the, the the store. Like in typical Christmas movie fashion? Of course, yeah. That's how you do it. Speaking of Christmas Christmas movie fashion, um, I did a job at a Best Buy today, and they had their TV display like right next to the door. I'll give you one guess to tell me what Christmas movie they were playing. Was it Elf? On that TV. No. Was it Rudolph? Better. Please tell me it was Rudolph. <laughs> no. Better. Um, better. Jingle all the way. Oh, nice, nice. I could not believe I was what I was seeing in my eyeballs. I was like, <laughs> you get me, Best Buy, you get me. I, I freaking love that movie, and I haven't seen it in so long. I just bought it on Black Friday and plan to watch it very soon here. Um, But, yeah, I was recently – well, we do uh, – a a mentoring club for foster kids, my wife and I, as you know. Um, and I was buying my kid some gifts and he wanted a Buzz Lightyear, like a legit Buzz Lightyear with all the working buttons and everything. And I found him one, a perfect one. And it was uh, substantially discounted from Disney's normal price of like 50 bucks. It was down to like 25 bucks on Amazon. I had all the bells and whistles, but uh, I got, I got it all the way to the checkout and I was super excited about it. I was ready to go. I was going to have it ready for him. And, um, then I realized that it probably won't arrive till December 26th. I was like, what, what the hell is this jingle all the way? <laughs> like I found oh, the shit. one thing that I've been looking for, the thing that this kid really wanted and it's not going to be here on time. Cause they're all sold out. <laughs> like literally is. 2018's jingle all the way. That is ridiculous. Yep. But so I bought it, and he'll have to, to wait. Did you fight Sinbad for it? I did not. Oh, that's not nearly as good. So, was that your weekend? Was that your weekend? Um, not entirely. Before we get into that, we should probably intro this a little bit. Um, welcome to the Anti-News. Oh. All the intro words that we use. Uh, drinking the drinks, smoking the smokes, talking about the headlines, uh, barely reading the stories before we report on them, and you finding out, as we do in real time... Uh, even though this isn't live, in real time, pretending it's live, uh, what is going on in the world today? All the most important things, things like uh, like um, 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 politics and oh, those more things. interesting things. All the most outrageous things, and we do so in our own dark comedic fashion. But yeah, you know what the majority of my weekend was. Um, it was spent with you for at least one of the three days. That's the most important part of the three days. Of course, was spending with me. My favorite part of the time we spent together was when your wife happened to—I think it was your <laughs> wife that brought it up—compared us to uh, the hecklers from the Muppets. Yes, St- Statler the, and Waldorf, yeah, which I the, never knew their names until just now. I just looked it up. The definitely one hundred percent gay. Uh, couple uh elderly couple from the muppets whether they admit it or not i mean they go to the theater and heckle and and be bitchy (laughs) from the balcony together (laughs) and just joke back and forth amongst themselves come on (laughs) yeah that's fair enough i want to maybe i mean maybe we're not the gay couple because we're brothers but sure other than that um i'd say it was a pretty suiting fit i'd say so us together and we heckle and mostly just entertain ourselves. At yeah, to, other people's to really expense. explain the story, and I should have brought. I'll have to bring it next week to the show to play uh, to some it. of the videos. I've got some of the videos that Kayla took on her phone while we were I'll doing. Have to read the book. Yeah, exactly. Um, so 
since we were children, we, we lads, uh, we've always been read this exact same Bible story book about the Christmas story. So it's very, very old, much older than we are. Probably came out in like the 80s. It was gifted to us when we were children. Might have came out before the 80s. But uh, it's definitely very... I going to say we came out in the 80s, so true. that wouldn't be much, much <laughs> older than us. Uh, it's very dated and very... Uh, very sad. And our, our dad used to read it every single year. And as of last year, I took up the mantle of reading it and um, did it in the way that you would expect me to. And the kids found it to be hilarious. So this year, uh, the kids were like, they came up to me and they're like, are you going to read the, the Christmas story this year? And I was like, nah, I was planning on it. But then they went up to you and they're like, are you going to read it? And I was like, hey, I was actually going to read it. You guys are so quick to turn on on the, <laughs> the drop of a hat if somebody disagrees with you. Will you be no, our new loyalty. leader? <laughs> yes. but uh, Well, he said no, but will you? <laughs> <laughs> so we instead read it together, which was even better. So it was basically the anti-news version of the Christmas story where we uh, we poked fun and broke down the the dated the dated um, little book not necessarily the story itself but the way it's presented is just atrocious and everybody's like yeah. everybody looks like they're wearing dresses and very very um, fashionable but lots of fun yeah, stuff the, there. I mean the, the angels are wearing red dresses with like <laughs> stars all over yeah. them golden stars like ankle length dresses yeah and they've got like I and know, i've never seen like an angel portrayed in a red <laughs> yeah never seen an angel portrayed in a red dress before that's true red seems like a strange color to choose for angels but what do i know about right. color coordination of angels anyway Maybe white was hard to print back then yeah yeah do you have anything else on our uh so if, if you guys didn't gather that this weekend was our uh our family get together for our side of our families for Christmas. And it was just or holidays just a bundle if you of don't laughs. believe in Christmas. For Chris Monica Quans, as I like to call it. Yes. Yeah. All inclusive. And yeah. Most of the time those get togethers, like I said, amount to me and you just completely entertaining ourselves at and everybody else our being really annoyed expense. by it. <laughs> and yeah. Or laughing or yelling at us to shut up or just ignoring us, but it doesn't usually stop us. Mostly nah. it's us torturing our sister most it's of the true. time because, I mean, she just leaves the door wide open. And if you're listening, I don't care. You leave the door wide <laughs> Close open that door. enjoy Close it. Close that door. <laughs> I, think, I think you enjoy it too. Uh, you right. secretly enjoy it. Yeah. So Nothing says I love that, you like, like um, heckling. After that, go on. Exactly. Immediately after our family... No, no, no. Before that, uh, I have a big question for you. There seems to be something missing from your room decor this eve. There is? Yes. I know. It's it's, um, (laughs) out in Mandy's vehicle, and she just pulled up. Because I called her right before I got on. I was like, where is said item? And she's (laughs) like, it's in the van or the truck or whatever, the SUV. She called it a van, but I don't know what that says about us. But Uh it's in our vehicle. And I was like, "Well, you need to bring it in, and it's not here yet, so she must have." Well, we we gotta that. at least announce so, it. We gotta gotta get. I'll the bring it. We'll take a break, and I'll get it and bring it back. So <clears throat> we do a um, gift exchange, like a white elephant gift exchange, where we basically um, 
compete for the most ridiculous gift for this gift exchange. And it's uh, you draw names in the hat and you draw a number and the first person goes and picks a gift and the next person can either steal the gift or pick another gift. And more of it, it it's less of the stealing and the, the actual gift opening and stuff. It's more of who has the most ridiculous item because <laughs> nobody wants really wants any of the items that right. we get. But um, this year, I think my sister, our sister, won two of the gifts. One that I got was a amazingly creepy bust head of Jesus yeah, and with it's like, blood dripping it's down like his porcelain, face. porcelain, and it's like this awkward like copper color. beige color, and but except for the red blood dripping down his face. And he has yeah, no pupils. No pupils, so he's just <laughs> dead-eyed Jesus with like a half-like smile, like... Mm-hmm. <laughs> staring uh, up, staring up towards heaven, uh, like I'm dying. really awkward, with dead eyes and blood dripping down his face, and that is going to be my new room decor. I, I propose. I propose that Craig put it in the the snake cage back there, but uh, we're we're debating if that's across the line Sorry. or not. <laughs> yeah, right. So you look back and you see this? Jesus with this this like amused, uh, awkward expression and dead eyes being strangled by your snake in the background. Hmm. So here's my proposal. If I get enough people saying they want Jesus in the snake cage, I'll put Jesus in the snake cage. <laughs> so you are so. such a freaking whore that you will go hardcore sacrilegious if the people want it, if they vote if they vote enough. You're like, I believe in God. But if you guys but all say that uh, you want me to not believe in God, I'm I'm an atheist all the way. You know they keep saying that they want you to get fired from the show, but you're not listening to that. So I have not left. I have not <laughs> left the show yet. But if they want Jesus in the snake cage, then Jesus in the snake cage we'll... sounds like a metal band. <laughs> <laughs> that would be awesome. We should name a band Jesus in the snake cage. I'm not gonna do that. <laughs> uh, okay. So then the one of the other items that Jessica got was a an odd hand carved coconut. It was beautiful. In the shape of a horribly shaped monkey face. So it was just a real coconut carved into a monkey face. Basically just smoothed on one side and then had a couple notches jaggedly cut out of it to be semi a monkey face. That's not a racial and, slur. Um, they cut off the top, and it was like it was a bowl to start with. Well, then they didn't think it was – the monkey chalice head was a little <laughs> odd, I guess. So they decided to take another top of a different, smaller coconut and put a slit in it and f- fashion it into the top and make it like a second second-hand yep. piggy bank or a monkey head bank or something. So what did it say on the bottom? On the bottom, refresh it said, my memory with the bottom. Let me see if I can find my pictures here. Uh, I won't be able to pull it up for real, but you might be able to see it from my phone. Um, but on the bottom, it said, "One second. Let me pull up a picture of the monkey first. So, if you're watching, you can see the monkey head here. That's what it looks like. Basically, like the worst uh, child drawing of a face, just two dots for eyes, and then a line for a mouth and a chopped out nose." Um, down at the bottom of it, down here, it says, have fun. That's it. Just have fun, which is like the creepiest cryptic thing <laughs> that you could possibly put. <laughs> I don't know. But it also had, uh, uh, so you can see on the top of it, um, the, yeah, it's not a great picture. The top of it is like, here, this is like the lid here. If you can see this, 
And it's like not even the same material. It's like they took something else and just sat it on top because the bowl wasn't really working. So they're like, oh, it's a bank now. So it ends up looking kind of like a, a Jewish monkey with a coconut yarmulke on its head. Um, but they stuck a sticker on top of it that says, also a coin bank, take me home. Also, also like, what a coin bank. Initially, what was it? That's what I'd like to know. What was plan A? <laughs> and then on the very bottom of it, and this is all wood burned into it, on the bottom it says, to order, call, should I, should I give the number? Would that be giving too much away? To order, uh, call 860 no. or 800. It's hard to tell. It's either a 6 or a 0 or an 8 or something. But 8... Six zero. It looks like four one zero nine nine eight zero. I tried calling and nobody answered. I think it went straight to dial tone. I wanted to order. Yeah. So they're mass producing these monkey heads that also can be used as banks. I'm yes. <laughs> In addition to whatever else, but yeah. My question is, who got the 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 Jewish coconut monkey head that looks like uh, a monkey made it? And they're like, man, I really need another one of these. How how could you possibly order one? Oh. Here it is on the bottom. Wood burned into the bottom to order. <laughs> the great, the great part Have thing fun. is she found it. At, the thing is she found it at Goodwill, which means somebody took this into possession to begin with, in yep. order to then secondhand send it to Goodwill. So somebody had firsthand had this monkey. That or bank. somebody had a shop where they were trying to sell stuff like this. And they're like, yeah, that's not working. Let's just give it away to Goodwill because nobody wants this in any capacity whatsoever. And you know that uh, this thing probably came in and the Goodwill employees were like, that's not going anywhere. What the hell is this? Like 24 hours later, our sister walks in. She's like, coconut monkey head. Perfect. And Jesus. (laughs) And Jesus. She took those those up to the cash register with the... (laughs) bust of jesus and a creepy jewish monkey coconut have fun you know they probably have a box in the back that's um the re-gift box that because they know people around christmas will buy these ridiculous things they just put all the dumb stuff like that in the box and then right around (laughs) christmas they're like all right get the coconut monkey out that's gonna sell i think we need to change our sign off for this we've been doing question everything and staying comfortable like i do on the main show we need a different sign off and let's just make it have fun Not creepy. Right, we'll see you guys way. later. Have fun. <laughs> and so I'll bring up the coconut besides, monkey picture each time we do. <laughs> besides all that and eating mass quantities of pie carbs. and food and carbs, carb loading for sure, um, immediately following that, because we ate lunch at 2, 2.30. What kind of pie did we and have, then we had, we had smoked bacon bourbon pecan pie. And with that said, we had our uh, our first caller in a while on Wednesday, just right after last week's episode. So we're going to see what that guy has to say and see if it just, I assume it's a guy, if, if what they have to say has anything to do with what we're talking about here. One second. Uh, yeah, you said to call into the show. Um, I'm a first-time listener. And I caught the episode before uh, you got in, into anything except about a uh, bacon pecan pie. Mm, so I'm just going to say I don't have much high hopes, but I'm eager to listen to the rest of the episode. I got here through 
uh, Lions of Liberty and before that, Dave Smith's podcast. So I've kind of trailed my way into your podcast. So I'm excited to uh, hear about your podcast. And if you play me, I might call back and tell you what I think after I've actually heard a full episode. So uh, thanks for doing what you do and keep going at it. All right. Thank you, Mystery Caller, who didn't feel the need to leave a last name. Craig, you're muted, but uh, thank you for no, calling in. I haven't said anything. Oh, well, your mouth was moving. I was, <laughs> no, I was sitting here with a smile on my face. Oh, okay. Just uh, a creepy dad smile. Um, yes, exactly. Uh, my favorite part of that was the fact that <laughs> all he got through was the bacon pecan pie, and he's like, nope, I don't really feel this podcast right. whatsoever, <laughs> so, but I guess I'll keep listening. Well, the question is, did he mean I wasn't feeling it, like he wasn't feeling that that, that pie sounded particularly good? No, or he said he, wasn't he didn't have high hopes. Well, I'm guessing it was for didn't the didn't have high hopes for the pie or the podcast. <laughs> well, I'm not sure, but... That's, all but, right, fine, man. Uh, so, <laughs> so, last week I explained to you how delicious this pie was. You have now had the opportunity to I've try eaten your pie. pie. Mm-hmm. Did you eat all of my pie? I ate all of the piece that I took, yes. What did you think of my pie? First off, stop saying that. Um, but <laughs> <laughs> I thought it was pretty good. It was strange. It was unique. It was something that I would definitely go for at like a bacon festival and be happy to find something unique at a bacon festival. Um, it was a little bit runny. It, I, I would like to give it another go when you perfect the recipe and firm it up a little bit, if you know what I mean. But, um, I've been to several, uh, my defense, my defense, I made two of those pies. The one on the top turned out perfect, perfect consistency. And you that ate that one and be, brought us the I, crap one. Well, I took it to where I just went like eeny, meeny, miny, mo, and I took that one Did to you work. really go eeny, meeny, miny, mo to decide? Is that how you decide, yeah, determine actually. things in it your did. life? <laughs> that is how I do. Um, but but the thing is, do you go with the one you land on or do you go with the other one? Uh, is it this one's not it or is this one's it? Well, if he hollers, but let it, him go. Uh, but which, are you letting it go as in leaving it there to not be eaten yet? Or are you letting it? go with you to, never mind this is i, I mean I'm if he sure. if he didn't have high hopes for the show i don't think we're proving him wrong at this point but um <laughs> we've we're 20 minutes in still haven't even touched a news story but there's just so much right. that happened this weekend um there is so i did drop the first pie into the grill i'm not going to go into details there i started making pie and dumped it in the grill so you actually that pie probably would have turned out perfect you got second and third pie or you got the third pie <laughs> third third tier so, pie I did want to really quick mention after pie, after stuffing our faces, the rest of my Saturday, which was my 15-year high school reunion, which a whopping like 18 people showed up to, which, I mean, it, it was fun. It was all in good fun. I didn't hang out with any of those people in high school, but I mean, yeah. it's not high school anymore, so they're all pretty cool. Did you hang out with anybody nice in your class likable. in high school? Because I hang out no, with very few. Um, <laughs> one or, I mean, I, there was like a few... And um, most of them were potheads who might possibly still be potheads. I'm not sure. sure. But um, none of them were there. But it seemed like some of the bigger assholes in school were some of the nicer people at the reunions, probably because they're like, oh, this guy's going to kick my ass. It's probably I'm, more I'm like – I, I think that – I mean, was anybody particularly it's, mean? Um, I mean, aside from drunk. At the reunion or yeah. in school? 
at the reunion. Uh, no, no, everybody was cool. That's here's what my saying. theory. Everybody I, was pretty cool. Yeah, I went to my 10-year reunion a couple years ago, and I was like, eh. I mean, you, you don't see these people for 10 years, and you still have them painted into the same box. But the thing that right. we always forget about is uh, we've all discovered alcohol since then, and that's a grand <laughs> unifier. And if we all get together well, and drink, then fun times can be had by all. That's not necessarily true, as case in point, as one of the people at the uh, reunion. I mean, it was funny for me, but I think his friend, closer friends were humiliated. One of the guys was there, and he was drunk when he walked in the door. You could tell. He was, like, staggering around, and he was just, like, staring off into space. And it was like, dude, this guy's wasted already. After a good start. And um, I went to the bathroom. I hadn't talked to him yet, and this had been, like, an hour or so in. I come out of the bathroom, and he's about to head in, and he's like – who are you? And I've had lockers next to this kid all through high school. I'm granted, I don't look like anything I did in high school. Yeah. And no, number two, I was definitely not one of the cool kids in school. I was a band geek, and I'm okay with that. And I'd say I've improved somewhat since then. But um, hopefully, especially in like shape, <laughs> I'm like one of one of few that are in better shape now than I was in high school. Right. Most most get like bald and fat and stuff. The not, one good thing the, that, the but... military has done. Exactly. And so <laughs> um, he's like, who are you? And I told him, I'm Craig. And he's like, you're Craig? I was like, yeah, I think so. He's like, no way. I'm like, I'm pretty sure I am. He's like. <laughs> then you took out I your driver's license never... and proved it. He's like, I never, I thought about it. He's like, I never would have expected Craig Smolt to turn into you. <laughs> Good job. Good job, he said. <laughs> I'm just like, wow. Um, you, I don't you've know known me for 30 seconds, bro. <laughs> like, I could be I just as big that... of a dick as you are. <laughs> yeah, well, I think he was saying, like, looks and right. wise and stuff. Like, I'm not a dork anymore, I guess, is what he's got. Sure. It's like, do I take that as an insult from high school or do I take that as a compliment now? How do <laughs> I take this? I don't care. This is hilarious. Yep. And so I was just like, thank you. I'm not really sure what to take of that, but thanks. Don't and know where this like, conversation could possibly go from there. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I mean, he went, went at it for a little bit and then I went back in to my wife and he kind of follows me and he's like, that's your wife? He's like, yep. He's like, you, he's like, how did you end up with that for your wife? She's hot. I was like, okay. By not and, showing um, up to parties already drunk is a good start. <laughs> exactly. Especially your 15-year reunion where nobody has seen you in 15 years. Right. It's just like, that's not a good impression to, to portray. Right. And so people will start talking and stuff. And they're like, yeah, he has had a bit to drink. It's like, yeah, it's obvious. But um, he keeps going. And all of a sudden, he, he tells her again, she's hot. And she's like, thanks. And then... People are talking. He's just like, you know, I just want to touch everyone. Can I touch you? He says that to my wife. And you may she's not. like, um, um, no. Hashtag and, me um, neither. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I'm one of the guys that's good friends with him still who was there. He's just like, uh, dude, it's this is not that kind of party. And then he goes on to explain. <laughs> I don't know if any party is that kind of party, act. buddy. <laughs> it's like this isn't the strip club, dude. Um, it goes on to explain how um, he could get us acid if we wanted acid. And it's just like, I believe you. Okay. And that, then his friends are like, um, it's time to go home. And so they immediately got him out of there. No, they really just like, went. Guy, like, they really just took him out of there and said that they were taking him home. But they took him to no. go get acid. <laughs> no. 
No, they took him home because they came back. Ah. And they're like, dude, he wanted to go to the bar. There's no way that was happening. Oh I was gosh. like, I was like, he would have got his ass kicked if he would have went oh, yeah. to the bar for sure. If he would And they're like, no, that's not what we were worried about. We were worried about him getting our asses kicked. <laughs> I was like, yeah, that's fair enough too. Yeah. <laughs> yep. So Let him deal with it. Was, that was basically my reunion. And then I talked to some people and everything. I mean, everyone else was cool. I, I wasn't offended by the guy. If he would have like attempted to touch my wife, I might have like ended up at least laying them down on the floor gently, but sure. Um, yeah. Otherwise, um, otherwise it was fun. All in good fun. Well, to keep mystery caller happy and make sure that this is a wildly entertaining show, we better move on. Um, mystery caller, please feel free to call in again. And to other people, if you would like to be a mystery caller, you don't have to give your name, but you're welcome to. But the number is down at the bottom of the screen if you're watching this on the YouTubes. Uh, 309-716-3818. You can call in. We'll play your message if you want. If you request not to be played and just want to share something with us, let us know that as well. But you can call in there and leave us a message and not have to, This isn't live, so you don't have to worry about getting thrown onto the live broadcast or anything. You'll just be talking to a voice message. I guarantee it. Uh, again, that number is 309-716-3818. Also, I got some holiday cheer uh, that boosted my spirits today from one of our lovely listeners, 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 Justin Zelinsky, who sent me a nice little uh, cash donation and Christmas gift of a, a pleasant amount. So, Justin, I want to give you a shout out and say thank you very much. You are a gentleman and a scholar, and I love you with uh, all my heart. Um, in other news, what, what, what's here? Uh, in other news, we should probably just kick into the actual show. Um, Let's do it. So that was a really long pre-show, and uh, we'll, we'll see how the rest of this goes. But uh, stick around. More to come momentarily. All I ask is, if we have to give these bastards our lives, we give them hell before we do <laughs> The tragedy of our day is the climate of fear in which we live. Talking about the Salomon Brothers building collapsing. I'm going to ask the congressman to withdraw that comment and tell us that he didn't really mean that. I don't know what I said. I did not have sexual relations with that woman. Yes, yes, yes. Yes, yes. Yes. Ah, oh, I also wanted to... I remember the other thing that I was going to say before we went into that little uh, little intro ditty there. Um, uh, I saw a movie over the weekend, which did not make it into my, downer, my, my Downey Awards, uh, which will be the episode coming out next Monday. Um, 
did not make it into the Downey Awards because I had not seen it before we recorded, but it definitely makes it into this year's list, and it makes it to number one, so I'm going to give a big ol' shout-out to the new Spider-Man cartoon, Into the Spider-Verse, because really? that thing freaking blew my mind. It was fantastic, unique, very original, something that I have not seen in a movie in a very long time. So that's my, my brief synopsis, uh, which was no synopsis, my brief review, um, and I will be doing a, an episode on... Uh, Remzo Martinez, our good friend Remzo Martinez, has a podcast again uh, called The Remzo Martinez Experience, and episode two, I believe, uh, is going to be coming out this week or early next week. I'm not sure which one, but we're going to be recording that tomorrow, and I'm going to be going on there to chat about that movie with him, so check that out. Um, just just look up The Remzo Martinez Experience, because I don't know where you find it, but yeah, good, good stuff, and Remzo, stoked that you're you're doing you're doing stuff again with that. Anyway, Craig, do you got some good holiday cheer in the news for us to start this out? You know, you know, you know that I do. Oh, beautiful. Yeah, and um, it's sticking to true 2018 fashion. I mean, we can't finish the year out without going out with a bang. A bang? So, a um, bang? Like, are we talking no. North Korea? Or are we talking Stormy Daniels? What kind of bang are we talking here? Neither. I'm just mm. talking typical 2018 um, bullshitty, uh, outragey type stuff. Who's it revolving. now? I mean, Christmas. Christmas is the um, the target this year. Everything Christmas related. Christmas is the target and I mean, the we, trigger, if you know what I mean. Yes, we had what Rudolph. We had baby. It's cold outside. The song "Baby It's Cold Outside." Was there anything else? Uh, there was that the Peanuts Thanksgiving about? one, right? But specifically Christmas. Okay, it's moved to a new level. What do we got this the week? Next target: Santa Claus. Oh snap! I think I had that one too, actually. People are calling for Father Christmas to be renamed Person Christmas. <laughs> Oh, and Father is Time is is Z or Zer Time, right? Yes. Mother Nature right, right, is right. still Mother Nature because that's fine. So basically what we're saying is all um, characters or um, people or um, fictional people, it, it, we can't put titles on them anymore or labels on them anymore. They can't be black or white or male or female yep. because that just wouldn't relate to – if you had a white man Christmas guy, that wouldn't relate to the women in the world like it has for the last how many hundreds of years. Yep. Yep. And, uh, you know, Mrs. Claus, is she Person Claus too? Do we have Person Claus and Persis Cla- Person well, Claus? If you had Santa Claus and Mrs. Claus, then you're – Assuming that they're they're a straight couple, and then right. that would leave homosexuals out. And, and if she's not had... getting paid as much as as he is too. So. Exactly, and it and she stays at home and watches the little closets, and that's just um, stereotypical. You mean the elves, which uh, which is um, racist against slavery. midgets. Yes, and racist. indicative um, of slavery. Yeah, I mean, there's so many issues. Right, but we're going with his uh, gender. And by that, I mean issue. it's it's very problematic. Oh my god. So <laughs> this article is on Unilad, which is unilad.co.uk, which makes it great because it's another Great Britain article. Right. 
So we know, we all know about you guys over there, you people. <laughs> you people. Uh, it goes, it starts out, it says, Father Christmas is a man synonymous with the globally celebrated festive holiday. The uh -huh. man at the forefront of our the man at the forefront of our childhood memories, causing children up and down the country sleepless nights in the fest around the festive period. The man who could possibly be no more. But may we have to start referring to our beloved Father Christmas by a whole new name? 2017 has seen the rise of the term gender fluid. When did this come out? Because that says 2017. I don't yeah. know. This popped up on my feed, so I'm going to keep reading it. So I'll, I'll just change that. 2017 was the rise of gender fluid. That doesn't mean that people were outraged about Father Christmas until now. Right. So 2017, we'll just say 2018 has seen the rise even more so <laughs> of the term it. gender fluid. Right. We can do that. A concept some portions of society have continued to be challenged by, but that has seen great strides in its social and cultural understanding. The idea a person doesn't necessarily identify as having a fixed gender regardless of their biological makeup. But then again, there is the fact that many people do identify as having a fixed gender. Yep. One in particular is the fictional character of Santa Claus. How do you know? So it says <clears> – <throat> You're assuming. I, that's just – no, what are we going to just rewrite all the history books yes, of Santa also, Claus? Also, Jesus was a black woman. Oh, really? Which makes his persecution I mean, much worse. Yeah, no kidding. Problems occasionally arise in society when accepted norms are challenged and people feel their way of life is being threatened. Unfortunately, gender fluidity falls into the threatening, quote unquote, it has threatening category for a lot of people. Turns out there are some who see the idea of Father Christmas being renamed to something more gender fluid like Person Christmas. Does that not just sound retarded? I mean, it's just... I can't say that, but... <laughs> sounds gay. Um... It's a. Uh, it just has such a a cheery ring to it. Person Christmas, huh? I mean, couldn't they come up with something else like, I human Christmas? I don't even know. It doesn't sound like you're talking about a person. It sounds like you're talking about like an event. Let's go over to the person Christmas, as opposed to right. the animal Christmas. So, give it a name like um, the Christmas. I don't know the Christmas spirit. I don't know. Who knows? <laughs> For a, for a lot of people, the first question which springs to mind is, are we really living in a world where we're unable to refer to saint, to a saint and more importantly, a much-loved traditional festive figure as a male for fear of offending a portion of society? It turns out some people think it's a good idea. After all, this year has seen companies like John Lewis get rid of boys' and girls' labels in their children's clothes. That's not the same thing, though. You can get rid of boys' and girls' labels in children's that's clothes. That's not getting rid of boys and girls. <laughs> yeah, that's it's not, not telling yeah. people that they aren't what they are or that they aren't even what they identify as. The, the problem with this is that you're saying that uh, women should be allowed to identify as a man, a man should be allowed to identify as a woman. Sure, whatever. Take it. But you can't say that a man isn't allowed to identify as a man. Uh, like, is everybody is everybody forced into the opposite gender now, or a neutral gender? There are no genders, or are yeah. they a million genders? I'm confused. That, well, that's what I've predicted. In the near future, it's going to be basically a genderless society. That's what we're leading up to, is there's not going to be male and female. More than likely, they're just going to whack us all, whack all our genitalia off, and we're going to just whack be like Whack all our genitalia <laughs> off? Yes, we're just going to be <laughs> – sorry. That doesn't sound too bad. <laughs> Thank you. We're going to be like How much basically Ken dolls, right. and they're just going to put uh, 
virtual reality sensors on our brain so we can feel sexual pleasure to whatever we want. And then we're just going to um, reproduce, uh, artificially reproduce in, right. in test tubes and stuff like that. That's where this is all hitting. And that's that's I mean, that's just how it's going to be. Yep. There's no doubt. I mean, that's just fact. I got to wonder, um, is there so actually I mean, they act like it's a giant group of people that has these this this outrage and is posting all these things. But I got to I have more faith in humanity than to believe that I got to believe that this is like a person that's trolling people like uh, like BuzzFeed or Huffington Post or whatever. They're just trolling people and like people are outraged because men are men. What? It's like. No, I I have, I have yet to meet a person a, that agrees with any of the things that you are po that we have talked about on here. Right. I have a hard time believing that even transgender people would agree with this. Right. <laughs> like be like what what Santa Claus as a a being? What? That's just dumb. Yeah, I mean So it goes on to is, is it confirmed that Santa Claus is derived from Saint Nicholas which was an actual person? Was he an actual person or not? Do we know? Mm. Do we know? I don't know. If if we know, know that, then we know that he was what he was, and you can't just go back and change that. We don't know. Yes. There's no history that shows yes. he identified I guarantee you he did, because gender identification wasn't even a thing back then. I mean, it was, because when he came out of his mother, he was automatically identified as a, a boy because, because of that, that big old Santa dick. Which is a sentence I never thought I'd utter, Stupid. but here we are. <laughs> I was on to say, while many adults would sit and argue ferociously about having a gender-fluid figurehead for the Christmas holiday, the more important question to be asking is why we're using children. In particular, ch childhood figures like Father Christmas as a battleground for concept adults are still debating. Just to clarify, we're talking about Father Christmas, the figure who grew out of tradition surrounding the historical figure St. Nicholas. Uh -huh. Many people today think Father Christmas – can we just say Santa Claus? Stop saying Father Christmas. Father Christmas is Senior just Kringle. A British name. Oh, okay, that's the name British name for Santa Claus. So this okay. is actually talking about Father Christmas. It must be slightly different. It says many people today think Father Christmas is just a British name for Santa Claus, and while it's true Father Christmas and Santa are considered virtually the same person today, Father Christmas is actually a completely different person with a much longer history. I'm not going to go into all that. Um so I did see – originally I saw an article that they were saying the same thing about Santa Claus, and that's what made me Google it. It was just like a, a picture post on Facebook. So I Googled it, and this was the first article that popped up. But yeah, this, is, this isn't just stuck – like this isn't just focused on the UK. This is actually happening here too. People are – well, at least articles are screaming the same thing, that Santa Claus should, should be more androgynous or – genderless or whatever you want to call it and it's just absolute bizarre uh -huh. the level we've gotten to just even from 2017 to 2018 the leaps and bounds we've gotten into utter insanity it just my mind is blown well when you take like insanity and make it normal then everybody's suddenly insane because they don't agree with insanity um well and we had said We've always said, like, it, where where is the line? If you start with one, I mean, you got to keep going. The ball, the snowball, just keeps rolling. If you, if you give people the legal right to decide, I want to be this today, uh, well, then it goes into ageism, which or 
deciding to pick your own age, which we covered that, and deciding, well, if if this is offensive, are these songs not offensive? Well, yes, right. then by those standards, those songs would be offensive. Well, if that's this, then what about Santa Claus? Should we really actually... I mean, what about Frosty the Snowman? I mean, uh, is he a man? Is he a woman? Is he something in between? I mean, he's got those gigantic balls and all, but uh, I Frosty feel like that's, that's perpetuating toxic masculinity, if anything. Uh, if he is a man, just f throwing his balls around. <laughs> I mean, should he really be wearing a hat? What if he doesn't want to wear a stovepipe hat? What if he wants to wear a miniskirt? <laughs> I mean, can we really stop him from wearing a miniskirt and stilettos? Right. I mean, all of this stuff is just like such hypothetical bullshit. Like, what if, what if this made-up figure... What if Santa was a real person? Right. What if, what if this thing that we, we concocted isn't what we concocted it to be. It is, though. It just is. You can't just... Ch I mean, you can change it if you want to, but why? Right. Who cares? Yeah, let's make an, make an alternate dimension Santa Claus that's a female figure, like the alternate dimension uh, action, like Marvel characters, right. where like there's like Lady a female Spider-Man. <laughs> yes, exactly. I mean, you can make whatever dimension of whatever made-up character you want. That's the great thing about fictional characters. But don't go back and erase... Yeah, like you want to go back and erase the original Spider-Man comic book just because right. you didn't agree with the way he he wore his costume. Well, he never should have wore latex and spandex at the same time with that uh, macrame. I don't know. I, don't, I got nothing. <laughs> Did you hear the latest uh, discovery about Hitler, where they found out that he was actually he he was a uh, he was a transgender. He started as a female and transitioned into a man, so he was technically a female. And he was a, a hardcore feminist, and that's why he was such a Nazi. Okay. Anyway, that moving on to the the next, uh, this kind of plays into that uh, as far as why we're talking about gender, why we're talking about uh, sexuality amongst children's shit. Uh, did you hear about the 10-year-old boy who danced on stage for money at an adult gay bar in New York? No. Yep. What? Why? Uh... Quote, drag kid Desmond is, Desmond is amazing, Del, I guess that's his name, quote, drag kid Desmond is amazing, uh, do you, I mean, you would think that they'd have more creativity than that if they're living this lifestyle at age 10, but uh, you delivered a headlining performance at a sleazy Brooklyn gay bar on December 1st, uh, where the 10-year-old boy danced on stage in a crop top and full face of makeup as a throng to adult men in the audience, or, yeah, as a throng of adult men in the audience showered him in dollar bills. The event called First. Club... Oh, uh, did you have something I to say about that? Yes. <laughs> yes. I don't <clears throat> care the sexuality of the bar or the people at the bar nope. or anything about that. If it was women, gross. Uh, uh, if it was women, children, gross. Men, straight... Gay, transgendered, cis. If there was a pack of dogs making it rain on this ten-year-old boy, gross. <laughs> First of all, straight heterosexual white dogs. Ten-year-olds <laughs> not allowed in a bar. First of all. Second of all, no reason at all should a ten-year-old be up on stage dancing at any bar. 
for any reason, unless it's like a charity event where we're going to bring on the kids and they're going to do their ballet no, recital. No, because they're not allowed in the bar. <laughs> they're not allowed in the bar. So it doesn't what, did it say what time it was at? Because some, some bars have like a time restriction where they let all ages in. But that's usually only when there's an all ages event going on, not just a... You're really stretching thing, to get the I benefit guess, of the doubt here. <laughs> I guess maybe the dancing on the stage was the all ages event. <laughs> it was clearly an all ages event. Uh, the event called right. Club Woe. <laughs> Again, come on. <laughs> Aren't you gay supposed to be creative? Uh, was hosted at, Bro at Brooklyn Gay Bar $3 Bill uh, and was promoted on social media. Desmond also celebrated the performance on his own Instagram page, holy shit, which has uh, 105,000 followers. Adults who wished to wow. adults who wished to watch a half-naked child dance in a bar could buy tickets uh, on an Eventbrite page in which the venue described itself as queer owned and operate and operated. Okay, this is a quote: queer owned and operated. We foster a safe space for love. We respect all human persons as long as uh, those human persons are also respectful to the the ones around them. Uh, photos. There's no end quote there. Thank you for. For that, uh, this comes from Discussionist.com, too, so you know it's legit. Photos of the event show Desmond in a blonde wig, makeup, and a crop top collecting money tips, or monetary tips from adult men uh, in the audience, like a stripper. As other half-naked adult drag queens, some in panties and fishnet stockings, stood on stage nearby. YouTuber Yosef Ozia of Ozia Media called attention to the disturbing performance in a video posted Friday afternoon. A day after the performance, one reviewer on Yelp wrote, quote, I left after seeing a child dance on stage for money at nighttime. So it was nighttime. Uh, this was Saturday night, uh, and I have been feeling disturbed ever since. You absolutely should. You absolutely should. This, I, I think I've seen stuff posted about this kid before, and I think he does, like, um, he does, like, makeup tutorials and stuff, and he's, like, a 10-year-old drag... I suppose you'd call it a drag princess, <laughs> but, um, <laughs> yeah, I think he does makeup tutorials and stuff, but, um, this is just disgustingly appalling, and when you have, like, I don't know, I don't know, everybody agrees, nobody disagrees with this, except for disgusting people, <laughs> like, I've seen this reported on, on many different platforms from, uh, people on both sides of the fence, thankfully, um, and I would hope that nobody is in support of this boy chasing his dream of being a stripper when he becomes a, a, a full woman at age 11. I don't know. I mean, what's how does this happen? It was sold on Eventbrite tickets. Right. So it's not just the um, venue itself that clearly botched up everything by allowing this to happen at the right. venue. but. Somebody felt it was necessary to publicly sell tickets to this, this event through a third party. This third party decided, you know what? That's a good idea. We'll sell your tickets to this little boy striptease, basically. Right. I, there, I mean, I mean I it was a big enough stripping, but yeah, it was a big enough event that um, I mean, he had to have been dancing suggestively and sexually at least, and he's very in, awkwardly clothed. He's in a gay bar. Dancing for money, and I mean, there had to have been enough people involved in this for like it had to have been a big enough event for it to be have tickets sold on Eventbrite. So that means there was a really good handful of people that planned this out, set it up, and made it happen. 
That is horrifying. Yeah, yeah. Um, so people always talk about how strippers the the concept of stripping is objectifying women, obviously. Uh huh. So now it's fully and completely acceptable to objectify young children. Yep. Because all specifically because the kid is transgender. That's the only reason he's on the stage in any way, shape, or form. If it was to, a ten-year-old girl, do you think they'd have the same? Uh, it would be as applauded by the people that were there. I think it'd probably be appalling, more appalling even. I but mean, I think it would be equally appalling. <laughs> I think well, yeah, it would be it's a ten-year-old kid being I think exploited. More people would be appalled by it. Yes, more that's what I'm saying. At the venue, would probably be like, "Oh, why is there a little girl dancing right. on the stage at the bar in right. uh, crop top?" And, right. and if it wasn't a drag somewhere. night and there were uh, full-grown men dancing, stripping, and a little boy walked up there in like uh, a speedo, and that's all. People would be horrified, but for some reason, we're, yeah. we're, we're going to applaud them for their bravery, I assume, because, some are, uh, because this happened. Because, solely because he's trans, he or she's transgender. Ironically, this was I wonder if applaud. Stormy Daniels weighed in on this at all, uh, based on our stor story last year about the baby stripper laws. <laughs> right. Which, those were, uh, that, that name w was an exaggeration of the actual story, but, I mean, it... it kind of go, it boils down to stuff like this like where's the line yeah. <laughs> sure and that's the thing the line is being blurred to the point where there's going to be no line and you know it's not a typical like 10 year old dance recital where all the parents are proudly clapping and applauding their kids and no these these people were hooting and hollering right. i'm guessing just like a normal dance event at a bar it wasn't like, oh, look at the cute kid up there. That is so cool that this kid's doing. No, it was, it was objectifying a 10-year-old boy. Yep. Yeah, and there, there are pictures if you want to find out exactly, like, if it looks innocent or if it looks horrifying. It looks horrifying. You can look at the pictures. I'm not going to post them because I, I want no part of that. But, um, with, yeah. With the risk of sounding gross, I don't mean to come off gross when I say this. I kind of want to watch the video mainly just to ga gauge the audience reaction to actually get the context of what was going on there. Right. Because the audience reaction is going to tell you a lot about what was actually well, going on. let's see. I, I think there was a video when I looked it up earlier. I didn't watch the video. There wasn't a video on that page. There was just pictures. Um, let's see if I can pull up the video and we'll just play the audio and see if that is indicative of exactly how the, uh, the audience response was. Um, let's see here. YouTube. YouTube, of course. Uh, there's there's a bunch of YouTube videos, but whether or not it'll actually play it, we'll find out. Dead air on an audio podcast is always fun for the viewers. Yeah, you can edit that out. If you would you like to join the Downers Club, just go over to patreon.com forward slash the system is down, and you'll get the bonus audio content that is released multiple times every single week, including uh, the after party for this show, where we'll be talking about even more ridiculous things, if we can find more. But there's that. Yeah, it looks like these videos are just people talking about it. So I, I'm not going to dig at this point to find it. I don't want to have that in my browser history either. <laughs> I mean, I've already looked up ten-year-old boy dances in strip club. Um, not really, not really happy about that one. Yeah, anyway, 
Good luck with your uh, search history when the CIA comes <laughs> exactly. and confiscates your computer. Exactly. Um, so do you got a good segue into the next article? Segue? Yep. Um, well, sp speaking of young children, <laughs> I guess, um, <laughs> this has nothing to do with it, but it does involve a, a child. Um, our very favorite, uh, still running politician, Hillary Clinton, wrote a letter consoling Speaking a of girl. children being abused and prostituted and sold uh, Speaking for of money. Speaking of children being used. Hillary Clinton! Um, Hillary, <laughs> Hillary, Hillary Clinton wrote a letter consoling an eight-year-old girl who ran for class president against a boy and lost. You can probably know where this is going. Hillary Clinton probably. I, I know exactly how you feel. We're being held exactly, down by the man. Exactly. And by the she, boy. She's relating herself in her um, <laughs> botched candidacy president with this eight-year-old girl who ran it's for beautiful. class president. Who runs for class president at eight in the first place? The difference. And the little girl did not spend $600,000 before she lost. <laughs> did, but didn't she? Um, but the thing is this. At eight years old, do boys and girls really vote on class president based on boy or girl I mean, they vote they're going to be like, oh, that girl's not going to – either popularity. At most, the the boys all voted for the boy because they're like, oh, yeah. ew, girls are gross. Exactly. Of course, that's Hillary Clinton that's would – Yeah, Hillary Clinton would say that that's why Donald Trump won too because <laughs> all the men so voted Hillary for Donald Clinton Trump. Says Hillary Clinton surprised an eight-year-old girl with a letter earlier this month after the elementary school student lost an election for class president to a boy by a single vote. First of all, how did Hillary Clinton find out about this? Right. I right. mean, who was trolling all It has to be in the story Instagram how she found out. Keep reading. It says, Martha Kennedy Morales, a third grader at a private Quaker school in College Park, Maryland, decided to run for the top office as part of a lesson. <laughs> the top office, office of all the options for class president. I class mean, there's president. not class treasurer or class uh, secretary of defense. <laughs> as a lesson on government in which election for class president and Congress were held. Who teaches this to eight-year-olds? My eight-year-old has no idea what a Congress even is. I mean, good if they are. They need to know. Right. But, but let's not cry about – let's not play the victim because you're is, a woman or a, not even a woman because you're a little girl. Yeah, exactly. So it goes on to say Morales told the paper she lost to a popular fourth-grade boy and was affirmed as vice president. What paper is reporting Clinton on this? Said, Here's Clint. Uh, th this was in Fox News, but that was a report in the Washington Post. Oh, cool. So both very legitimate sources. Um, so here's Hillary Clinton in her letter. It says, as I know too well, it's not easy when you stand up and put yourself in contention for a role that's only been sought by boys. I don't think boys. that's true in 2018 <laughs> for class president. Right. You know why I know that? Because in 2003, my high school class president – was a female. Right. My did she look into the history of the was a female? Did she look into the, the history of the presidents at that school? <laughs> right. Did she look into the history of school politics in general? Because generally, um, from my high school experience, the only people that really gave two shits were females right. and ran for it. So they ended up being class president. Guys were, my yeah, class president were class is a female. <laughs> right. And I found out because of the reunion that I explained in detail, um, I am so glad I didn't run for school yeah. student council 
because 15 years later, you still have responsibilities right. of making these functions. Good job. Since you're popular, later, you have to pay for it 20, 50, 60, 70 years later, depending on how long we all right. live. Every half a decade to a decade for the rest of your life, you will be paying for it. Yep. So it says, Clinton went on to praise the student by relating her own experience losing to now President Donald Trump in the 2016 presidential election. The Democratic nominee won the popular vote by a few million but lost in the Electoral College because that's how the Electoral College was formed. I am sorry that that's how it's worked for – Did Hillary Clinton bring uh, that up? Um, I mean did she talk about the Electoral College and how this, this girl lost? <laughs> All the representatives that voted against her. <laughs> so she goes on to say, the most important thing is that you fought for what you believe in, and that is what is always worth it. Morales is now working on writing the former Secretary of State a thank you note according to the Post. Wow. The end. <laughs> news, I'm glad, ladies and gentlemen, I'm glad news. Hillary Clinton's still being related. You know what she's doing? She's um, trying to pretend like she's a voters. human. Oh, She's yeah. grooming potential voters for in 10 years from now, they will vote for her when she run, runs again in 2028 or right. whatever the next election around that is. Speaking of disgustingly oh, grooming so potential voters, did you hear about Denver? Um, not recently, no. Uh, Denver legalizes public defecation to shield illegals from deportation. I think... I think... Either that's old or another city did the same thing about a month or so ago. Okay. Because I read this a while ago. This was June 13th, back. so it's about okay, a, so yeah, half a week ago. Old, but we haven't. June 13th? It's not a half oh, a week ago. Oh, wait. Holy crap. Yeah, that's wrong. No. <laughs> <laughs> so this is old, but still, we can talk about it. Uh, well, we're going to have to look up an actual story then uh, because, yes, I, I heard about something recent. It was not Denver. Oh, okay. Anyway, <laughs> if you'd like to support the Downers Club, just kidding. You're just going to plug it every single time. <laughs> so, and that must have been really old news. It must be circulating because here's an article that from last December that says, no, Denver didn't, public, didn't legalize public urination. So Denver must be... <laughs> having um issues with this constantly huh. uh, let me see if there's any new news los angeles doubled its homeless budget double nope that's not it that was the most recent <laughs> article after googling public defecation um all right hold on i think i think we're just gonna have to move on hold on this was posted 20 november 29th in 2018 uh this Colorado city has a poop problem, but how bad is it and what is being done? All right. It's Denver. <laughs> the city of Denver has dealt with at least 289 cases of public urination or defecation so far in 2018. So, sure, it may have started a long time ago, but it's still going on. Uh, you'll come outside, this is a quote, you'll come outside in the morning and someone will have just used the restroom. <laughs> You're using that term loosely. It's not a restroom. Yeah, they're it's not a street. Using the they're, <laughs> it's a sidewalk. <laughs> Uh, just use the restroom all over the wall. Um, how do you use a restroom all over the wall? How do you, like, peed on it's it? It's using or, a wall. Like, 
Uh, I mean, you could pee on the wall, but right. how do you go number two on the wall gonna... unless you have, like, explosive <laughs> diarrhea? Find out where you just let it trail down, like, those sticky things that you throw at the wall and just slinks down. Yeah. That's yeah, what you it's just, like. like, do a wall squat, <laughs> do the wall sit, like, uh, in gym class. Yep. And then lean as close to the wall as possible and just let it slide. <laughs> Rose, who lives on Capitol, uh, who lives in the Capitol Hill neighborhood of the city, says he sees he. He's Rose. Uh, says he sees the issue when he walks into his alley to get uh, to his garage. Quote, it's pretty offensive. I'd rather not see it, he said. <laughs> yep. Oh, really? Uh, KM... One man's opinion. Right. KMGH contacted several residents in the Capitol Hill neighborhood uh, through the Nextdoor app to get their thoughts. Quote, this is a huge issue in the area, end quote, one resident said. This problem has increased dramatically, another added, that there was, quote, just poop everywhere. <laughs> Denver, <laughs> Denver police kept track of how many citations they give out for certain uh, municipal code violations from January to November. That, uh, number, that number came in at 289 for public urination or defecation. A police spokesperson added... That usually officer officers give warnings, sometimes multiple, before issuing citations. There were uh, another 136 complaints through uh, 300 through 311 for human waste in the public right of way. Uh, quote: Any waste in the public right of way is essentially a public health issue because the waste can go into our waterways. People can be exposed to it. No shit. I mean, lots of it's shit. Essentially, or it's definitely <laughs> right. That's the, that's one hundred percent the why people have a problem with this. That is the problem. Thank you for clarifying, and uh, and we don't want that. Says Jeremy Garland of the Den, uh, Denver Department of Public Health and Environment. Garland says, I "Like how he has to specify that we don't want that. Right? We're not. A, we do not approve of. <laughs> We're this not big activity. fans of shit." Uh, Garland says multiple city departments work together to try to uh, to address the issue. Police issue citations. DPHE deals with cleanup through 311 at the Department of Public Works can be called for larger cleanups. <laughs> larger cleanups. Uh, is that is that like is that like where they're collectively all pooping in the same area, or is that where somebody just takes such a massive shit that it cannot be dealt with by one person alone? Um, quote: We don't want this happening in our streets. I don't think anyone wants that. Garland said about the issue. The city says there are enough people or enough public restrooms in Denver and encouraged all people to use the city's mobile restrooms and or shelters if needed. It's quote, it's pretty gross, but the bottom line is when people don't have a bathroom to use, this is the bathroom. What about whatever happened to Starbucks? I mean, I know they're not big fans of people going in without paying, but they laxed up their laws and they basically said you could come in and sleep on their floors if you wanted to, so I would yeah. say that that's a pretty – and there's one of those on every street corner in Denver. You know there is. So – or Yeah, or go to any park. They usually have a public restroom. Or gas or station. Walk into gas station, Walmart. Yes. Um, I feel like there's ample anywhere. toilets around. In... And well, then they said there's mobile bathrooms with like Porta Johns. They're like, yeah, we'd rather them use the, the mobile toilets or whatever. It's right. just like there's got to be stuff around. It's got to be yep. plenty of area to do this or – at least have common decency to go into the alley or shit behind the building or something. <laughs> well, that might be what it is. Um, That's just rude. No, because they're talking like it's like 
right out on the apartment. Right. Like when he walked out his front door, somebody just went to the bathroom on the wall. So I don't, I don't think know. he's going out the alley door. Yeah, I don't know, but it's pretty gross. Pretty gross, Denver. Get your shit together and uh, but clean I did it up. See, and I did see that they. I mean, maybe it's um, conjecture or whatever. There was an article apparently back in June of how they are legalizing it because of like immigration issues and stuff like that. Uh, um, that might just be anti-immigration people taking things sure. to the extreme, but I'm not seeing anything as of recent that's talking about that. All right. I know uh, San Francisco last year, San Francisco early this year or last year was having the same issue. It was yep. getting like horrible. Like it was – ranked like the nastiest town because people were just defecating everywhere all the homeless people it's funny because it's also are... ranked the gayest town it should be like the cleanest most pristine town you've ever seen they've well, got to be outraged <laughs> right it's, it's all the the clean and tidy gay people being <laughs> outraged by how disgusting it is yep Anyway, on that note, uh, we, we, we've gone on for quite a bit, and we'll do a couple more stories here on the main, but let's jump into our shout-outs to all the patrons and people who are already in the Downers Club. Again, if I haven't said it enough, go to patreon.com forward slash the system is down if you'd like to hear more. Uh, we do this weekly. We do the after-party weekly as well, and we do other bonus content every single week. So this is the shout-out to everybody who's already in there, who's already making a difference in the world, changing the world, making it a better place by being members of the Downers Club. Craig, what? Yes, I had one more thing. What? While you play this, I'm going to go find Jesus. Okay. Uh, you should also go poop in the street while you're at it. <laughs> I might do that too. All right. You find Jesus and be back in two minutes. Go. All right. Bye. Hey, this is Gret Glyer from Donercy, and you are watching Anti-News Live. Hi, this is Ole Langwood from Light and Conspiracies, and you are watching Anti-News Live. Hey, this is Brian McWilliams from Electric Liberty Land on the Lines of Liberty. You're watching Anti-News Live along with my lazy dog, Hank, here, who diarrheaed all over that couch. That's why that blanket's there. Enjoy! And now it's time for that part of the show where we give a big thank you and a shout out to all the beautiful men and women who support this show with their hard-earned and much appreciated dollars. We could not do this without you. If you would like to increase the value of your life and get your name on this list, just go to patreon.com forward slash the system is down and join the Downers Club. I'm done, I'm pissed, and I'm not putting up with it anymore. You Satanists want to sacrifice the West. You want to kill the beautiful goddess that is the west you people are enemies and we're gonna get your asses and we know what you're up to and we're coming for you so I'm, i've had enough of these people okay so i've been containing this for the last week that's why i've been in here sweating getting pissed because i, I can't handle it anymore. hey this is toby from bad christian and you're watching anti-news Hey, this is Toby from Bad. Hey, this is Toby from Bad Christian, and you're watching Anti News. Hello, everyone. I'm Lucas from the Twenty Nine Toes Podcast, and you're watching the Anti News Live. Fun fact: Do you know anything that you drink out of this mug tastes fifty percent better? You should give it a try. Enjoy the show.
Alright. And Craig. Oops. <laughs> Killed that music too soon. Uh, Craig just got back. Good timing, Craig. As you put in your earbuds while I'm talking. Good timing. Oh, there it is. I feel like I need to crank up the music for that. Beautiful. Beautiful. Yep. Look at those eyes. Look at them. Yeah, head is still for Jesus. I also just realized that uh, after we did our our episodes for next week, the Downey Awards, I did not plug back in the thing that will make it so people can actually hear the music. So I'm going to have some work to do on this episode. Uh, cleaning some stuff up in the aftermath, but that's fine. That's fine. I do this all for y'all. And if you want to see uh, the, the beautiful bust of Jesus, and that means can you see him? his face, his face, it's not like a busty Jesus or anything, but um, bring that up one more time. I mean, Let's see it one more time. Can you not see it right here? No, I can't see it right there. You gotta move it like over towards your face because right. you're all we're split screen here. How about now? <laughs> you can just see his nose and eyes. <laughs> Dang it. How high of a pedestal does Jesus have to be on? Oh wow, that's quite a sacrilegious statement there. Um <laughs> Is that better? I'm gonna have to get a shelf or something to put Jesus on if I don't put him in the snake. Cage. Yeah, yeah, it's all good. All right. Here, here's Jesus. You there you go. Him. There you go. That right. he looks mildly amused, but um, yes, he was so pretty stoked. Now? Can you see him in the shot, or I can just see like his left eye. That's it. <laughs> we'll, we'll figure it out later. He's gonna have to like pretty much be blocking my face. Here, <laughs> you see Jesus now. You'd have him like right, right next to your face, or back in the background. You could put him like on top the the snake cage. You could put a board across there you it. Go. Um. Oh, uh, there's a cage on it. Hang on. Oh, there you go. Yeah. So, to those listening to the audio version of this, you are getting oh, nothing that's... out of this uh, if you're uh, if you're an audio listener only. But you should go watch the oh. video so you can see Jesus. You can see all the names of the Downers Club members. You can see all uh, our beautiful faces and expressions because you know uh, I, I I like to think that uh, body language and facial expression is. Uh, it says a lot. It, it has a lot to do with why I insist on doing all my interviews as video, and I insist on doing uh, video as much as we possibly can, because things can be easily taken out of context if it's just text, or even if it's just an audio. So please, come come watch the show over on the Evil YouTube, uh, and uh, again, call into the show at 309-716-3818. But we got to do a couple more stories here. And keeping in the spirit of the season, I mean, we've only had, like, one that's actually about Christmas, maybe two, and then we've had, like, child strippers and terrible things, shit in the streets. But uh, keeping in the spirit of Christmas, uh, sad, Santa co sad Santas confront empty malls. Quote, do I have something in my beard? That's the headline from the Wall Street Journal. Um, I, even, I can't even like deduct what that would possibly be about based on that headline. Here's the, the subhead. Uh, vacant storefronts don't herald jolly holidays for professional Kris Kringles. Quote, I have a book for, I have a book for when it's really, really slow. <laughs> so, mall Santas are having a hard time because there's no such thing as an Amazon Santa. <laughs> <laughs> 
All right. Let, let me read a little bit of this. Uh, this is in Auburn, Maine. And again, this comes from the Wall Street Journal, so you know it's legit. Uh, Rick Moody says he arrives early for his shifts as Santa at the Auburn Mall. Uh, puts on his red suit, settles into his oversized chair in center court, and starts, quote, working the crowd. That is a creepy way to put that, but okay. Yeah, um, that's uh, odd. I mean, the crowd is like three to seven-year-olds. Uh, in a mall where Santa's, where Santa's stage is ringed by vacant storefronts, sometimes there is no crowd. Luckily, there is, luckily there is no clause against reading uh, when he doesn't see, see much foot there. traffic. Ah, ha, ha, good one. Um, quote, I have a book when it's really, really slow. The 61-year-old mall Santa says, pointing to a Western paperback titled, quote, Straight Outta Tombstone. <laughs> what? Tucked behind Christmassy coloring Santa books. Reading. Right? Tucked behind Christmassy <laughs> coloring books, he keeps in a red basket by his throne. And when children aren't around... Uh, Quote, you wave the customer, you wave the customers, uh, it's getting late. You wave to customer service people, he says, of mall employees in a nearby booth. Uh, every December, shopping malls bring it in jolly white whiskered Santas to pose for photos with children. Imposters, I would say, but fine. Um, at the, and the slump at many shopping malls means more downtime for Santas, and for the pho photographers and elves staffing the operations. Quote, uh, The guys have basically become a decoration, says Robert Turner, a working Kris Kringle and board member of the International Brotherhood of Real Bearded Santas. That's a thing. The <laughs> International Brotherhood of Real Bearded Santas. Oh, man. <laughs> I have a story. Remind me I have a story about this. All right. A professional organization that now goes by the abbreviation IBRBS. Yeah, as you would, because that's really long even for an abbreviation. Uh, to be inclusive of Mrs. Claus. What? Uh, okay. One Santa, Mr. Turner knows... Uh, one Santa, Mr. No Mr. Turner knows past time in a slow Louisiana mall by bringing wood to carve. He actually whittled. <laughs> they need to have him on, like... Uh, like a rocking chair with a shotgun next to him, just whittling. Like, what do you want for? What do you want, kids? Uh, does anybody? Did anybody have any problem with the fact that the Santa Claus was sitting there with a knife whittling? Like, it seems like right, that right. would not be allowed on the job. But what do I know? You know? What else I can do with this knife? I can whittle wood. What <laughs> would you bring the knife for originally, Santa? <laughs> he was whittling. You know what the real issue he was is? Was whittling uh, coconuts to look like monkeys. Uh, they can also be used is, as coin banks. Go ahead. Oh, of course. The real issue is this. It's not the slump in mall sales because people still will travel for Christmas to do malls and stuff. The problem is – The lack in Christmas spirit. All, no, it's an all-male Santa. Everybody is so outraged about the all-male Santa right. that they're like, no, kids. Bring in Mrs. Claus become, so they feel comfortable because your child no, will be raped that would Santa. Be, that would be misogynistic if you had the male figurehead. No, I mean Santa just a female Santa. Santa. She needs to be getting paid just as much or more. Right. So the the issue is is all the children are so upset that it's not father person or person. <laughs> father person. <laughs> Got that wrong. That's who I'm putting on all, all my Christmas cards, father person. It's just going to be this androgynous, like, uh, no color, no facial expression, no hair, no nothing. It has no defining qualities about it. It's father person. <laughs> <laughs> so, 
so the children just don't want to sit on a male Santa anymore. Um, they want a person Christmas. I almost said it again. <laughs> <laughs> so that that just goes to show that we need an androgynous Santa Claus. Yep, yep. Many mall Santas are sledding off to more exciting venues, Mr. Turner says. More corporate... Love the puns. Exactly. They just can't help themselves. The Wall Street Journal is so hip. Uh, for From corporate events to house parties... Uh, you know, the bigoted ones, the uh, the white supremacists are having Santa over for house parties, obviously, and the CEO, the male CEOs who do not deserve to be where they are in business. Quote, we as a Christmas community are trying to help these guys adapt, he says. Some malls, particularly new or recently renovated ones in great locations where, where incomes are high, still draw more than enough people to keep Santa booked. Yet many older malls are sputtering uh, sputtering in the face of changing consumer shopping habits in a glut of shopping centers. Mall vacancies rose to their highest level in seven years in the third quarter. This goes on way, way, way too long. It, it, that's like right. half the story, and all the story... Actually, that's like a third of the story, it looks like. But it's all this story is, is malls. Santa malls are a problem. What? It's about the whole story is Santa's bored. That is <laughs> exactly. literally the entire story. Like, I mean, that sounds yeah, like a job that most people would kill for, like being bored at work and getting to sit sit there and whittle books, whittle books, <laughs> read books, <laughs> whatever Santas do, whittle books and stab children. I don't freaking know, but <laughs> it just sounds. I mean, they're they're still paid. They're still getting paid to come there, so what's the big deal? You're bored. You have a job, and your job is the easiest job in the world. The hardest part of your job is when a kid sits on your lap and you have to ask him one question, and that's it. It's not, and it's not like he's getting paid by the child. It's not like, it's like oh, times are tough this year. I only <laughs> paid by commission? This, yeah. Santa's on commission. You, you, didn't get, you didn't meet your quota of children laps, lap sittings this, this year. Sorry, so. <laughs> we're going to... We're going to uh, dock your pay, um, and you don't actually get paid until you've seen at least a hundred children. Like that's your your minimum line. So yep. at ninety nine and below, you get zero Santa dollars. So also, I would say that it, insane to me. I mean, if you are a member of the what's it called? What's the name of it? Let me find it again. Downers Club. No, if you're a member of the International Brotherhood of Real Bearded Santas. First off, brotherhood means that it's a fraternity, which means that you're being discriminatory, which means you're not and going you to get not, into the good classes in Harvard or whatever, whatever the hell is going to happen in 2019. At, at Harvard, was it Harvard? Or I think so. Stanford or something, yeah. It was Harvard. Yeah, you're not going to be able to have leadership roles there, so good yeah. luck. Yeah. Uh, speaking of which, I have a professor from Harvard coming on the show on this Wednesday that I'm interviewing. Make sure you ask Stay tuned. I, I might ask him about it, even though it has absolutely nothing to do with what we're actually talking about but uh that's all i'm going to say about that but yeah i would say if you are a member of of um i b r s whatever if you're a member of this frat uh you should be you should be dying your beard white because there's a guy here that looks like a homeless man in a santa costume he's got like the gray, like the dark gray all throughout, and he's got like white streaks in his beard. Uh, he basically looks like Howie Snowden, uh, and but just a little bit longer of a beard. It's like, yes, you have a real beard. Good job, but you're still not pulling off the Santa look. So 
figure it so, out. It's it's time for, before we move on. It's time for my story. So, um, speaking of the Brotherhood of the Real Bearded Santas, um, I used to work for Dish Network, and when I first started there, I trained with a guy, and we were just the best pair and the worst pair when it comes to work because um, we bullshitted all the time, and I, we got a lot done. But man, um, people would have hated being around us. But um, we pull up to this. Kind of sounds like this show. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> uh, we pull up to this house one day, and in the garage, there was a car. I'm pretty sure it was a red car, mind you. But there was a car, and the license plate said Santa on it. And we're like, hmm, that's kind of odd. And we joked around. He's like, he's like, I want you to go to the door. I'm going to sit in the car because I know if we knock on the door and the, the old man, <laughs> opens, the guy opens the door, and if he has a big white beard, I'm not going to be able to contain my shit. And I'm just like, no way, dude. You're coming up with me. And so we both walked up to the door. We rang the doorbell. And lo and behold, this fucker with a white beard, and I'm pretty – was. I'm, a midget in a green I'm costume prepared. answers the door and says, I think you're here to see my dad. <laughs> White beard. I, I want to say he was in a red sweater, but maybe that's just my mind, like, adding things to the story. <laughs> but anyway, regardless, he was in, he had a white beard, and I just, like, I had to, like, turn away because I, I could hardly <laughs> continue me. the laughter. I'm just like, you've got to be freaking kidding me. So we proceed professionally. In a professional manner, we proceed to conduct the service call or whatever cable. it was we were doing um yeah something like that not his cable his satellite dish <laughs> we weren't a cable company anyway um so he is finishing the like training pitch or whatever he had to do like explaining his system and stuff i glanced down to the stack of magazines on their coffee table and the address label on it did not have the man's name it was mailed to Santacy Incorporated. <laughs> Santacy. So like, how do you spell that? like Santa and Fantasy combined. Wow. Santa C S Y. I'd call it insanticide. So that, that pulls up even more <laughs> weird things than just having a guy who dresses as Santa and like yep. Santa. It sounds to me like he has some Santa fetish porn going on or something like that. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> that is this, true. this is like. An organize if this is just like an organization of Santa Clauses, like living out, like like fulfilling people's dreams, that is a bad choice of name. Like, come on. And so I, I was just like, you, your deepest, I, I darkest, twisted fantasy. It was the weirdest moment. I just looked up fantasy.com and looked on Google for Santacy Inc. Um, don't do it. Don't do it. Really? <laughs> no. I haven't found anything yet. <laughs> it led me – well, that brings me back to your story of how um, Santa puts a good book in his children's coloring book to mask it. Imagine if he dropped that coloring book and Santa was looking at porn while he was sitting there. <laughs> is this the guy? How would that be? Is this is – this, uh, that's too bright. I can't see that from uh, – uh, That's too bright. You'll have to send it to me. How about that? Is that him? <laughs> <laughs> looks a lot like him. It's Santacy.com. It looks like Santa. I, I kind of distinguish him. Right. I mean, they all look he alike. Looks a lot, I mean, it looks a lot like him. White beard, uh, white, uh, rosy red cheeks, um, red suit. He had a butt, look, like a little It checks nose. out. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's got to be him. That's the guy. Anyway, um, I've got a lot more to discuss in the after party, but do you got one more for this main episode? 
If not, I have a, sure. a good... No, a, no. An, I have an actual happy one if we want to end on a happy note for Christmas. Um, oh, we can do that. I can just take these into the after party. I, um, one um, comment I wanted to make, this is just a headline. I'm not going to get into it because the headline says it all, but Donald Trump is expected to sign the order creating the U.S. Space Command in coming days, officials say. So the expect it, the Space Command is coming. Somehow at is some it called point, Space Command now part. instead of Space Force? That's what I was going to say. We, <laughs> we missed the part. They just slightly right. <laughs> um, introduced a new name. Right. That's what was going on during all the Kavanaugh issues is they were secretly <laughs> changing the name from Space Force to Space Command right. and expected us to not be Space Command sounds a, a little bit less sci-fi, a little bit less cheesy, but still Space Command so sounds – sounds like uh, something from Star Trek still, but less no, – what it is. It's from Toy Story. Oh, yeah. No, that's Star Command. Star Command. <laughs> Donald Trump on Space Command to the rescue. <laughs> All right. Space come in. Why don't they hear me? All right. Let, let's just end on a happy note because um, we got to leave the people, you know, in, in jolly moods. Before, uh, before they go over to the after party and find out about all the other atrocities that are happening in the world. But uh, this comes from Fox News, Fox 60, or not Fox News, it's fox61.com, so it's a local station, but uh, doctors baffled after Texas girl's inoperable brain tumor disappears. This is not the type of news we typically report on, but I feel, I feel like maybe now and then we should throw it in, so there's a little bit of, a little bit of hope for humanity, uh, even just, like, people who are judging humanity based on us, as we are terrible people, um, Maybe if we throw a little bit of joy in there, they'll they'll feel like uh, there's hope for the world. Um, okay, so Hayes County, Texas. An 11-year-old Texas Texas girl diagnosed with an inoperable brain tumor appears to be cured. Uh, appears to been cured. Well, Fox, come on! It's local. It's local, Fox. You can't. You got to give them some credit. Still. I mean, they haven't. They're not the levels of real Fox yet. They're a local Fox. Yeah, they, they don't have quite the level of, uh, of typos as actual Fox News does yet. They're local. But you would, think if, you would think if it's like a local station, they have much less to report on, so they have more time to actually fact-check and look at their information. Uh, their editor can do it his is. job. Yeah. Uh, and doctors have no explanation. According to KVUE, so you know it's legit, in June, doctors told... Uh, Roxley Doss, she had an inoperable brain tumor called diffuse intrinsic uh, pon pontine glioma, or DIPG, KVUE reports. <laughs> uh, yeah, I'm not buying it. According to doctors, the disease is very rare and cause causes a decreased ability to swallow, sometimes vision loss, decreased ability to talk, eventually difficulty with breathing, said Dr. Virginia Harrod with Dell. They let a woman work on her? But uh, Dr. Virginia Harrod, she must be Asian, with uh, Dell Children's Medical Center. The little girl went through weeks of radiation, and all her parents, Jean and Scott Doss, could do is pray for a miracle. Quote, when I first saw Roxley's MRI scan, it was actually un unbelievable, said Dr. Harrod. The tumor is uh, undetectable on the MRI scan, which is really unusual. Doctors at Dell Children's Texas, Tech, Dell Children's Texas Children's 
at Dana Farber at John Hopkins and MD Anderson all agreed it was holy shit all agreed it was DIPG says Scott Doss and now with no trace of the tumor the family is thanking God every day we will we still say it uh, says Gina it's kind of our family thing to thing that God healed Roxy. The family tells KVUE they will continue to watch her closely and continue to undergo treatments as a precaution. The family has created a GoFundMe page to raise money for their hospital bills. Quote, We didn't know how long she would be healthy, and look at her. She's just doing awesome, said Scott. And that's it. That, that's it for our cheery story of the day. Now let's bring it back down a notch and say, uh, I mean, there's a part of me that's like, oh, cool. They prayed for something and it happened. That's great. Um, I, there's still a part of me that deep down that believes that that's a thing that happens. There's another part of me that's like, if you think that God answers prayers and the God answers prayers, he's only answering it if it's good, then that means the kid down the street who died of a brain tumor, God God didn't like that kid and ignored that kid. So, uh, I don't know. part of God's plan. Sure, sure. It's just a little strange to be like, oh, we prayed to God and it happened. But what about the kid who was miraculously cured and they didn't pray? I'm not saying that it's not a God thing. Like, I'm not saying that God didn't choose for that to happen. I'm saying that, I don't know, I have questions personally, and this is totally not news typical. This is more of a Monday Maybe. morning typical thing, but Maybe. it... My question is, does petitioning prayers to God and begging God for a thing enough change his mind to do what you want? Did you ever stop and wonder if maybe that couple, unlike the couple down the road, maybe that couple prayed either A, harder, or B, oh. they prayed the right words? Right, right. They named it and claimed it. The other people were like, God, if it's your will, do this. But these people were like, mm -hmm. you are healed. In the name of Jesus, you are healed. And so it worked. Or maybe they, it's the other way the, around. Maybe the, they said the right magical uh, spell. <laughs> it's basically maybe what it is. It's the other way around. Maybe the people down the road said, "God, you're healed," and God's like, "Don't be so." <laughs> God's like, "No, you're not." Here. <laughs> I yeah, can see you. I, I you're not healed. And then, and then this couple was like, "God, if it's your will," and they're like, "He's like, you know, since you were so humble, I'll go ahead and do this." So yeah. either, I mean, it could go both ways, I guess. Yeah. Maybe. Again. Not to make light of the situation, maybe it was a miracle, a Christmas miracle. I mean, it's great either way. We can just be happy that it happened. Uh, right. and we can give God yeah, credit. Who cares? I mean, if you believe in God, yeah, it's a God thing. It doesn't uh, Our petty uh, squabbles over whether or not it was a petitioning to God that changed his mind, or if it was just in his time he did that, um, you can thank God, or you can thank, um, you know, sheer coincidence or whatever. Um, either way, it's a great thing. Let's shut up and be happy about it. <laughs> some people buy into human will or like like attitude can change like your physical outcome and stuff like that. You know, who knows? Who knows? Yep. I don't I'm not completely against somebody being so completely positive or whatever that they can physically alter themselves. I mean, people with depression, it, it affects them physically. It breaks them down physically, so why can't it have a reverse Sure thing result um yeah. i don't know i don't know either side of it i will i'll just go ahead and say well that, that might be a god thing who who knows and i am very happy for this family i'm absolutely hate to hate 
seeing people with cancer, not that it's like, oh, they're gross, I don't want to see them. I just hate, <laughs> I hate the seeing them. Seeing Every time I'm walking down the street and I see a bald person, I'm like, ew, you have cancer, don't touch me. <laughs> no, it's, it's like a hundred times worse for me, like thinking of a kid having cancer, because I'm like, I do not know what I would go, how that would affect me personally if one of my kids had cancer. Or if you as a child the, had cancer, and knowing that you had so much more to give to I, the world. Yeah. Um, a guy that I was at my reunion, he has a six-year-old boy who has a brain tumor that is going through treatment. I'm like, I don't know how I would deal with that. I would be a freaking basket case if my kid oh, yeah. had a, a brain tumor and I had no no control over it. I can't. It had no effect of the outcome. It's just either thing a miracle or chemo or whatever is going to fix it or nothing. And I have no control of this. I, I I would not be able to hold up at all, I don't think. And um, so I'm very happy for this kid, I guess. Yeah, that's awesome. Um, yeah, and as I've said before, no matter what your belief is, uh, be you Christian, Buddhist, Hindu, atheist, agnostic, whatever, no matter what, um, if you walk up to a person who's going through a hard time and say, say the Lord works everything for, for his own good, or the Lord works in mysterious ways, or everything works together for the glory of God, you're an asshole. Sorry. Anyway, um, so... saying, God chose you to die. Yep. <laughs> the Lord works in mysterious ways, and uh, mysteriously, he murdered your child. <laughs> so I want to go into... I think this is taken from a, a comedian. I don't remember who, or even if. But uh, I want to go into my, my place of employment and just, like, just fuck some shit up. Just start tearing the place apart, and they'll be like, ah, oh, man, Dan just... He just he works in mysterious ways, you know. He's he's good. He's an all loving, all good gut, all good employee, and we love him to death. We'll sing his praises, but he works in mysterious ways sometimes. Anyway, this is why we have to focus on the negative things on these new shows because it feels a lot darker when you start saying dark things about really happy stories. <laughs> yeah, we we have our ways of bringing these joyous moments back to our level of. Of darkness. Like I said, it's really more of a, a Monday morning main episode conversation uh, in discussing theology, not a, a poke fun at the news type of discussion. But I wanted to bring in a little bit of light cheeriness, and that's the closest we can get. Uh, mall Santas are dying um, or whittling away to nothing. <laughs> See what I did there? That was very, uh, that was very uh, like the Washington Post of me. But um, <laughs> Mall Santas are whittling away to nothing. Ten-year-old boys are dressing up as women and dancing for men for money. Um, what, what, what else did we cover here? Uh, we covered androgynous Santa Claus. You can't forget androgynous, <laughs> androgynous Santa Claus. Claus. <laughs> you mean a uh, father human or father person? <laughs> yes, yes. We talked about Hillary relating to the eight-year-old class president, not class president, not because she's a woman. Of course. Um. Oh, we talked about Colorado shit. Anyway, all that said, <laughs> all that said, let's give uh, some teasers for what they're going to get in the after party if they tune in there. I've got a couple stories. Uh, again, Craig, don't give away the whole story in your freaking headline not. teaser. Um, so, um, <laughs> lonely parrot goes shopping online with Alexa while owners are out. Uh, I probably gave away too much. Uh, Roger Stone admits spreading lies on Infowars. Surprise, surprise. I've got Elon Musk. Uh, Elon Musk's new boring company face, faced questions over SpaceX financial ties. And 
I think that's it for me. What do you got? Oh wait, no, no, no. I got oh. one more. Uh, Pete okay. Davidson. Uh, uh, he's he's coming back up in here. The news again. Yeah, he's back in the news for um suicidal reasons. But go ahead with your your stuff. Oh wow. So rap music is taking another hit, um, internationally at least in one country in particular. Um, a, a certain um, world leader is weighing in on the effects of rap music. Um, is it Kim Jong-un? No, actually. Okay, <laughs> go Putin. ahead. Putin is weighing in on the oh. effects of rap music. Now I'm intrigued. I might go join the Downers Club. Right, right. Um, pigeons are being, being used for smuggling. Oh, we've got some good and bird stories. Yeah, I know. I, I heard your parrot one, and I was like, oh, that ties right into my story. And then also Alec Baldwin is back in the news uh, praising Donald Trump for all his um, accolades. Of course. All right. So, uh, well, that all sounds – I, 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 I want to read – this one's going to probably give it away, but I want to re- at least read the headline just to give people kind of uh, an idea of what's going on. Alec Baldwin tweeted – that Trump is punishment for slavery and slaughtering of Native Americans. So this is our um, karma. We we get what we paid for. We get Trump. Uh, I would say we get what we paid for. We get Alec Baldwin. Uh, somebody needs to take Alec Baldwin's Twitter away from him. I'll just say that. <laughs> Ironically. Um, all right. All that said, um, it, it sounds like it's going to be a fun after party. I'll probably go uh, longer than intended, but it'll be it'll be a good time. Always. So. Oh, we always do, uh, even though... Why don't we just start intending that it's going to be longer, then we won't go I intended for intended. this to be shorter, and this has gone way longer than last week. But thank you guys for sticking through the test of endurance, and uh, hopefully you will stick around for the after party. If you are not a member of the Downers Club, if you aren't familiar with what that is, it's uh, how this show stays going, getting bigger and better. And I also have a big announcement uh, to possibly discuss this week in the after party. If not, it'll be next week. But only the Downers Club members get to hear the big juicy announcements for uh, plans for the show. So if you want to find out about that, if you want to hear about what all we have going on in the world that we're going to rant about, go join the Downers Club at patreon.com forward slash the system is down for as little as almost nothing, $5 a month, and you'll get weekly bonus episodes of the show, video, and audio, multiple, multiple. We're, 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 we're picking it up. We're picking up steam here shortly, too. So go check that out. Patreon.com forward slash the system is down. And uh, until next week. That is literally 16 cents a day. 16 cents right. a day. That's right. Until next week. Oh, b- before, I, before I wrap this up, I got to say, <laughs> I win one more thing. Martha down the street got a new rice cooker. Um, no, um... Uh, I'm going to play this out here, not with our typical Jeb send-off. I'm going to play it out with uh, a Christmas song that will put you all in the Christmas spirit. It's a song that I wrote, um, and I think you'll enjoy it very much. But um, <laughs> So, with all that said, until next week, are you ready for this? Stay no. comfortable. Uh, until next and week. question. Have fun. Oh. Going down the chimney this year. Fewer presents than severely last year. No ho ho, and no one is roasting and no tears.
up the shingles, stinking up the town out here. Burn the stockings and put up the Yule logs. Tell your children the truth about Santa Claus. More importantly, just shut down all the malls. Wake me up when everyone is merrily appalled. Cause I'm taking a holiday from the jolly days. This holiday Treason, I don't need a reason I, I, I'm just so sick of it all All the boys need the toys To be happy, happy Tell me what's the point Get away from it all All the girls need the next new thing to think They got anything at all So call me a sadist I'm just out of patience For this generation Making everything about what it's not So Stop. 